night, uh, now that the show started, I uh, mm-hmm. was minding my own business. Mm-hmm. And then eight bomber guy dropped. Ah. The eighth bomber guy dropped a new video after like a year, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh shit! I got something to watch." Mm. Then I saw the length, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, oh, I'm gonna be here a while." Well, mm-hmm. good thing I have nowhere else to be. <laughs> So I strapped in and watched all of it, and mm, mm. the boy that was <laughs> an experience. <laughs> that was that was a ride. I uh, I've never witnessed I've never witnessed an assassination in, in a video format before. That was certainly new. <laughs> so I've never witnessed someone just being assassinated on a video. <laughs> and not instantly get demonetized. That's that's a new one, cause uh, oof, that's tough. Good shit. Uh, mm. be honest, I haven't gotten a lot done this week. This week has not been great. It hasn't been hasn't been great. Mm-hmm. I I've got like things done. I've made progress. Mm-hmm. I've learned new things, as I'm sure you are aware about uh, the the mm. video creating process and video formats. Uh, mm-hmm. Turns out I'm never not learning about that. That uh, that bothers me immensely that I'm still learning. <laughs> I mean, there's always new stuff popping up, so yeah, It'll yeah. I'm still learning. There's still like so much. Like, okay, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna out myself really badly. Hmm. Are Are you ready? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's not CD. This is not something I'm proud of. I'm not proud about this. I did not know what hardware encoding was for video rendering until a few years ago. Ah, mm-hmm. Did not know, did not know any, <laughs> did not know, did not know. I was mm-hmm. CPU rendering up until only a few years ago, and then I found out mm-hmm. that hardware encoding was even a thing. And then I found out that uh, the NVIDIA, NVIDIA encoder. NVENC. NVENC mm-hmm. was a thing. And then when I found yeah. that out, it changed my life. It changed everything. Everything mm-hmm. changed when the Fire Nation arrived. Everything changed. <laughs> Never. Mm-hmm. Did not know. And I kind of hate that I didn't know because that changed mm-hmm. functionally how I create content. Like how mm-hmm. I just. Yeah, that was content. one of the smarter moves NVIDIA did back then. When they yeah. started that up. Like I had the 2070, and then I started. I got back into video creation like 2019, but I didn't mm-hmm. know about it. So like 2020, I forget how mm. I found out. I think I I was looking something up, and I was like, hardware encoding. Mm-hmm. That doesn't I've never seen that work before. So I tried it out mm-hmm. with the 2070, and I was like, oh, oh, we just <laughs> oh, oh, this is way mm-hmm. better. Ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Turns out you can only throw so many cores at a problem. That's yeah. <laughs> there's a demi- there's mm-hmm. a law of diminishing returns when you start throwing cores at something incessantly, thinking that core power is going to fix it. It doesn't fix most things. You yeah. can't. Not you there. Can't, yeah, you <laughs> can't throw you 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 can throw all the cores you want at it. It's not gonna it's not gonna make 
rendering any any better. It doesn't matter how many cores you throw at it. It just it doesn't change anything. So I learned that. That was cool. And then I had to research uh, MP4 and then H.264 and H.265. That was fun. Didn't understand that one at all because, you know, <laughs> stuck in my ways. So I had to learn that. And once I learned that, I was like, oh, that's a thing I can do. Oh, I could do that now. Oh, AV1 I already knew about, but AV1's out of my reach, so I can't I can't fuck with that if I wanted to. Even if I was like interested in like dabbling in AV, uh -huh. I can't I can't fuck with that. I don't have the proper equipment for that anyways. Yeah. But uh, that's what's still comparatively new. I took a I took a test drive at a 4K content at a creating 4K video at 4K 60 FPS. Uh -huh. And uh, figured out my workflow for that. Was mildly surprised at how well this PC crunches mm -hmm. through. It turns out, maybe that's I probably could still do... gonna, a significant difference from HD, but probably still gonna be quick enough. I don't have any issue on the timeline. Scrubbing the timeline is super fucking smooth. Yeah, sure. No, that's no. Uh, it's mainly the uh, end encoding process that's gonna be uh, longer. Yeah, I think the encoding process is pretty close to the, about the same as the actual length of the video. Mm -hmm. About the same. So instead of me cutting yeah. it in half at 1080p, it's now roughly one-to-one, -one, which mm -hmm. isn't bad. Yeah, which makes can, sense. That's not bad. I can live with mm -hmm. yeah, Definitely not, given that, given that the video is uh, four times the pixels, essentially, because it's double the height and width. Yeah, so I'm I'm okay with that. Turns out I learned a lot. So while I accomplished nothing in the world of gaming this week, nothing significant outside of <laughs> seeing my Animal Crossing file on my uh, Nintendo Switch profile uh -huh. and seeing I was already at almost 150 hours time spent in Animal Crossing, that hmm. that's humbling. That made me really uh -huh. look at my life in a <laughs> new way. Really... Really had to take a deep, hard look at myself with that one. Looked in the mirror and went, what am I doing with my life? This is... Casual games take time, eh? Yeah, yeah! <laughs> right! Bruh, listen! <laughs> look, like, I honestly, it's actually kind of fucked up when you think about it, right? Because, like, an average game with, like, an end, mm -hmm. right? Like, an mm -hmm. actual end... Like, the game ends, right? So, like, mm -hmm. 40, 50, maybe 70, 80 hours, depending on the game. But these casual fucking video games, these fucking skinner boxes. They can run on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They can run on and on and on. <laughs> these, 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 these games that just say, do what you want. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, cool. I'll probably put a few. Oh, I put 150 hours into a fuck. <laughs> A few hours. Yeah, yeah. put a couple, a couple, a couple. <laughs> but see, like, no matter how I feel about my time spent in this game, mm -hmm. I don't feel that bad because I have friends on my friends list whose time in mm -hmm. Animal Crossing makes mine look like a filthy fucking casual. <laughs> mm -hmm. I look casual, like, yeah. like 120 hours for me, that's a lot. 140 mm -hmm. in Persona 5. That's a considerable amount of my time. To them, in Animal Crossing, that's, yeah. 
considering that one's out for around well three Two, years close yeah, to four three, yeah three years yeah that's march nothing. 2020 so yeah that's that's not not long until it reaches four years of age so yeah they're gonna have a lot more time on that if they gotten it uh, closer to release <laughs> yeah and we're not and even getting into we're not even getting into whether or not they restarted their island so mm -hmm. they restarted because they were tired of their original island they just started over and they mm. still cranked up all those hours Whew. but yeah man it's been good it's been a it's been an yeah. interesting week man you know, it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's been an interesting week. I'm going to be honest with everybody as you're watching today. We're going to cover a handful of different stories. It's going to be interesting. Uh, there wasn't a ton this week, but some one of the stories I wasn't sure we were even going to cover because there was an update, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't was just a relatively small one. It wasn't the kind of update I felt comfortable having it dedicated to itself because mm -hmm. it's... It is an update. Don't get it twisted, ladies and gentlemen. It is an update, but it's just not enough. It's not an update I would want to dedicate a large amount of time to, and I think you'll understand. Mm -hmm. that, so. Yeah, yeah, but the other stories aren't all that big either. I'd yeah, say. Yeah. So, uh, CD, uh, the bases mm -hmm. are loaded. Uh, yeah. The crowd is silent. They're waiting for you as you walk up to the plate, CD. It's on you. The game is on you, CD. Everything yeah. weighs on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've um, had a decent week in terms of gaming. I've, well, after it took a while, I had a package arrive. Ah, yes. Oh, we or, haven't talked about or rather, that, no. Yeah, or rather I had to pick it up because oh. the uh, delivery uh, driver turned out to be, I don't know what it was, but it's, he might have been lazy because I watched the tracking and at some point uh, it said, okay, the driver is around 30 stops uh, ahead of your destination, so it's going to take about uh, two hours or something like that until he arrives. Yeah, expected at about that time. All right, I do my stuff, I keep working. Take, a, take another look back, and it says, could not be delivered. Recipient wasn't uh, present. Uh <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I'm in my home office. I'm here all the time. So, the fuck are you talking about? The, the recipient was at home. CD sitting in his office chair, like. Excuse me. He's <laughs> like, am I, am I, um, am I here? Have I turned into a ghost? <laughs> Bro, that I did not go. I did not go. This is not my beautiful home because it was. <laughs> I double checked. I live here. <laughs> oh god, yeah. that's great. That mm -hmm. that driver yeah. was really just he just wanted to go. That poor, he just wanted to go home. He was like, I just don't want to do this today. Fuck this guy. I'm going home. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah, not just me, uh, probably several others because he still had around 30 stops to go. 
so he probably oh. just went and uh, went uh, ahead. And uh, the way they uh, that delivery service does it is they have um, package stations at several shops here in the vicinity. So it's just regular shops that you can go to, and they can also give you the packages that they got at on that day or the days before. So usually it's just, uh, yeah, you, they uh, turn it in there and then you go there the next day. But in this case, I could go there the same day to collect. And yeah, here it is. Nice. The OLED version of the Steam Deck. Well, they had to yeah. with the delivery person to get it. <laughs> Well, uh, thankfully, I didn't even meet that one, him, so <laughs> I just went to the shop after it was delivered and got the package and went back home. So that's uh, that was that, thankfully. And yeah, uh, what can I say? It's, um, it's a Steam Deck, but pretty much uh, improved in yeah, pretty much every way. The weight, the screen, obviously the joy the joysticks the buttons some of them uh, feel better which some of them did need uh, did need an improvement like the um, bottom ones here the steam and the dot 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 which give you the steam menu on the left side or the uh, additional power uh, settings menu on the right side those definitely feel better now they're much more clicky instead of being just squishy in the before before in the lcd model so that's a definite improvements on that and i also noticed some improvements in the software but that's obviously not uh, specific to the oled model but just general improvements for the steam deck because the steam os always gets updates they still continue to work on that quite nicely because by now even yeah oh i was Good. going to say i'm i don't want to mm -hmm. say impressed by steam because mm -hmm. I, I don't know if that's the right word i i will say when the steam deck first came out the uh mm -hmm. a lot of people i watched who covered it had issues covering it not because the product mm -hmm. was hard to cover but because Steam was pushing out so many updates. Mm, so many updates. <laughs> so they were pushing out so many updates that mm -hmm. it almost yeah, feels... Once they made the video, the uh, the info was already out of date, kind of. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> it, Well, it draws on this issue of mm -hmm. I'm going to review the product that's in my hand, right? So the mm -hmm. product I get. But if the devs are just consistently pushing out update after update and fixing these things the question mm -hmm. then becomes is is that fair like how do you parse that right like if you make yeah. a video if you make a video if, if you make a video and there's an issue but literally mm -hmm. right after you finished filming an update comes out that mm -hmm. fixes the issue you just spent part of your video talking about do you amend the video or do you say well, I mean, that update as didn't long as exist? you only filmed that as long as you only f just filmed that you could you could make a short clip adding that this uh, issue was fixed 
or make an on-screen uh, text that states it and or just cut out the segment completely because it's a, it's it's Depends. an interesting thing because there are quite a few reviewers mm -hmm. who are like well i'm reviewing the product they sent me mm -hmm. and they almost didn't really want to acknowledge the updates which on one hand i think mm. is a little shitty like not like yeah it's a little shitty like okay sentiment like fundamentally mm -hmm. i understand the logic right like I, you you shouldn't review a product based on a future right so like mm, i shouldn't yeah. review the product based on like the potential future of a product i'm reviewing the thing as yeah. in my fucking hands that's true <laughs> it but it's different if the pro it's a promised bug fix for something for example or promised fix or if it's a fix that's already there right and you just need to update it and then it's fixed so you're essentially reviewing something that for customers that would buy the product doesn't it doesn't exist fixed. anymore it would be fixed yeah. it wouldn't exist it would just be it'd be an exactly that's a, mm -hmm. it was a very interesting time watching the steam deck yeah. come out. but i also think just as interesting as the steam deck coming out has been everything that mm -hmm. happened after the steam deck came out <laughs> mm -hmm. the steam deck, yeah all the other models of other handheld devices and everything else the steam deck fundamentally did something to this market whether people mm -hmm. want to admit it or not, the Steam Deck came out and the market went, oh shit, people, well, see, I don't even know if that's mm -hmm. a matter of like the rest of the market didn't know people wanted that, right? I don't know if that's really the argument to be made. Mm. Like some people might the, make the argument. I don't know. Like, the people were kind of not sure that didn't know that so many people want something like this. There were some niche, uh, niche products like the Ioneo ones yeah. or GPD. They've yeah. had their long-running uh, specialty devices, which were not not quite as, definitely not as streamlined as a Steam Deck in terms of the designs at all, because they were mostly things like either a clamshell device with a keyboard and stuff. Here, here, here. I got my mm -hmm. it's all good. Or go. okay, or they had the clamshells, or they had their um, uh, the most recent before the Steam Deck, I think, was one where you slide the screen up and you have a well, not a real keyboard under there, but a kind of a touchscreen like keyboard. It was just a flat surface where it's it did the detection of where you uh, hit it just like a kind of like a touchscreen, which doesn't really give you a good feel of a keyboard. So you can't very can't do blind typing as well as with a real one, as with real physical keys and all. So they had their quirks, definitely. But yeah, they've been around for quite a while and they've been doing decently, but also, considering the price and the design decisions, they didn't have that great a market in terms of how many people bought them. They were significant. They're significantly uh, costlier than the uh, Steam Deck, for example. I was about to say the price has always mm -hmm. been something with some of these products where I just kind of look at it and I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. like, like, yeah, it's one of those things. It's it was... like that's cool, but it's like, god damn, mm -hmm. that's expensive. 
yeah it's it was really a question of were you willing to gamble on it and fund the device initially with their indiegogos because then you get it significantly cheaper which made it a decent purchase still not cheap but definitely more decent but obviously it's a bigger gamble in that regard because you get the first version of the device if there's any problems with it you don't get the revisions that come afterwards in terms of hardware software obviously you'd get updates but hardware wise if there's uh, some problems that slip through you'd be saddled with those or mm. the other thing is to wait until it's on the market and then it's obviously significantly more costly so there's always that god that mm, that doesn't mm -hmm. and mm. yeah that's obviously why they didn't reach as much of a target audience it just it, feel, it feels like a damned if you do, damned if you yeah. don't situation. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. That's why they did have a decent. They did have a decent uh, sized audience, big enough for them to continue doing these products, but definitely not enough for it to reach any mainstream recognition. Yeah, it's like also because they were uh, just an Asian company and sending the products over and i think at most amazon had their products but i think nowhere nowhere else they were available no retail stores or anything like that so that's also something that's limited them mm. and then valve came along and other products appeared like from asus and from lenovo more recently yeah valve <laughs> kind of showed this product wasn't mm -hmm. niche but this this yeah. product can reach multiple millions of people. Yeah, people. Which is people, a pretty good argument. <laughs> people people want this. But I also think Valve has also kind of also solidified something that Gabe has said multiple times, which is mm -hmm. if you have a good service, if, you're, if your service mm -hmm. is good, people will buy it. It's something people yeah. will want. And, mm -hmm. you know... As somebody who had Steam when the Orange Box came out, all right, mm -hmm. all those many, like yeah. when the Orange Box launched on PC all those years ago, mm -hmm. I know what Steam ran like back oh. then. <laughs> yeah, just say, say plainly, it ran like shit. Yeah, it was not, it was not a good piece of software. All right, no. I was there at the at that time. It was just a fancy new DRM, nothing more really. So, you know, unreliable to boot. Yeah, don't don't hit me with that. Steam's always been good. Mm. Bitch, I've been here since the beginning. Nah, nah that's it took not a while. Okay. It right? took a while for it to half life into something good. Half Life 2, 50% of the time crashed at the dude with the valve in his head logo. <laughs> the, 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 uh -huh. the, the fat dude with the fucking thing on his head, it would that yeah. it would crash on that on that splash screen 50% of the fucking time. Mm -hmm. Half the time, game My would just crash. It was probably something like uh, Steam checking online if the servers were there and checking if the DRM uh, would let you through or something would be my guess at the yeah. time. Yeah, like 50% of the time, yeah. just crash outright. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I, you, yeah. I think it's really hard. It's really something I have to give Valve credit for mm -hmm. is that they built a solid service 
They built mm-hmm. steam. Yeah. And then they said, okay, we have a backbone. Now mm-hmm. we can make something that can work off of this backbone. And now we have the steam deck. All they had to do with the steam deck yeah. is just not make a garbage device. Not that make- too. And mm-hmm. what other thing they did is also steam OS, which is another thing that helped because if they would have just put plain windows on it, it would have been a different story, I think. Oh yeah, I, I always forget about Steam. Steam OS is mm-hmm. so it feels so natural for the yeah. deck and for Steam. I don't think about it as just being its own mm-hmm. separate. Yeah, because thing. you usually don't see Steam OS, you just see Steam in their new big picture mode on the Steam deck. You yeah. don't really, you don't really see the Steam OS itself. You only see that when you go into the desktop mode, which then is essentially a Linux variant but with uh, some customizations made for the Steam Deck. So let's, uh, so how, mm-hmm. how, I'm assuming you've put in some decent hours on your Steam Deck, on your new Steam Deck, so you've gotten pretty Yeah, not as many as originally planned, but uh, a few, yeah, because I've also took some time to transfer some installs on it from uh, the other system and uh, put some more on an external drive for testing uh but yeah i installed several games tried them out where i noticed some of the improvements they made to SteamOS because now it also directly runs games that are packaged with dosbox like duke nukem the original one or another one was raptor call of shadows which is uh, one of those old timey top-down shooters yeah <laughs> my man uh-huh. hell yeah. yeah fucking raptor yeah that was a really nice one and uh blakestone i also tried out so all those directly work now you can run them you have to do a bit of uh you uh, some specific th- things for the um keyboard inputs but Usually, you now you have custom-made uh, control mappings that the community made for each of those. So you can just apply that. And with Duke Nukem, for example, you have the, I think it was the right touchpad, where you press it and then move your finger to one of the uh, on-screen um, buttons. So you can say yes, no, save, load, and all that. So you can just uh, do the dialogue uh, inputs with that when you I, have a menu, for example, which is I nice. Wanted, I wanted to ask because there's something mm-hmm. a, a YouTuber pointed out about the, uh, mm-hmm. so the original Steam Deck is like two to eight hours that they list as the battery lifetime, mm-hmm. but the new one, it says three to 12, which is a fairly yeah. large, I mean, obviously we talked about this before, depending on what you're playing mm-hmm. is going to dictate those hours. Yeah. Have you noticed any lengthen, or do you keep? It I, ha- I haven't really, I haven't really kept a big uh, look on that. But all the videos that I've seen confirm that it's significantly improved in that regard, because the the chipset is less uh, power intensive now. It runs cooler and everything, and all those improvements and a bigger battery serve for a significantly longer runtime. And, you know... I can believe it. OLED. Mm-hmm. Like, 
being able yeah, to that is, being, certainly looks being, better. Being able to turn well, <laughs> black 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 pixels are just turned off. Like that's yeah. That, that those, also helps. Those, yeah, those pixels just aren't doing anything. They're just off. So you're inherently mm -hmm. not lighting them. So I mean, whatever yeah. that however you want to account for that for power usage. I don't this is I'm not a I'm not an electrical engineer, mm. so I'm not yeah. gonna But obviously that would depend very much on the game you play. So uh did you get the five twelve or the one T B? Uh, the terabyte one. So oh. the one with the matte screen with the uh... etched glass. With the etched glass, which okay. yet yeah, still does definitely uh, shine a lot more with the OLED. So definitely still, the OLED quality is definitely still noticeable, but it's less uh, reflective. I will. So probably, I went for that. I will probably mm -hmm. eventually get an OLED Steam Deck, but I have something else mm -hmm. I'm getting this Christmas for myself that's mm -hmm. more important than a Steam Deck right now. As as okay, <laughs> yeah, like. Sure. Yeah, it's slightly more important to me. Like I love my new toys. I don't I don't mm -hmm. hide that. But you know. Yeah, priority, sure. Everyone has a priority list. It's a priority list. It's on the list. Yeah. It's just not the highest on my list at the moment. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, and it's certainly not running away. No, it's not. <laughs> Availability not. for it has been pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's something. They didn't they didn't have to do any weird pre order thing no. this time around for it they just kind they of did have a bit it. of a problem with their server stability when it went live but besides that it went fine and availability was still good after that initial rush all right cool well, anything mm -hmm. else and besides that i've only been uh, playing a bit more forza horizon 5 getting some cars dirty and uh <laughs> racing <laughs> nice Nice. Uh, one moment as I figure out what mm -hmm. we're going to talk about because I'm not 100% sure right. what I want to start with. Oh. You know what? Uh, I don't like picking on Destiny 2, <laughs> but Destiny 2 keeps putting uh -huh. itself... Destiny 2 keeps showing its ass, so... <laughs> So you feel compelled. <laughs> yeah, like, if you're going to keep showing your ass, I'm going to have to say something eventually. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta keep putting it out there. Mm -hmm. You know, some kicks are gonna be made. Uh, yeah, like I'm no <laughs> I'm not a journalist, but eventually mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to say something. Mm -hmm. So, Destiny Two. Last time we covered this game, had a bit of a downturn on its user mm -hmm. engagement as it dropped off. Yeah. I believe like forty nine percent or something ridiculous. Yeah, something like that. Almost Somewhere, fifty. Mm -hmm. Almost fifty percent in its engagement numbers, which uh Yeah. For those of you who aren't in the know, if you're dropping almost forty, almost fifty percent in your user engagement numbers, uh that's not good. Things that's, are not uh, going well. Yeah. yeah. That's Because uh, <laughs> that not... directly affected their income. That's not that's not that's not quite your heart stopped, but that's you're getting pretty close mm -hmm. to pure heart stoppage. Yeah, because so, they did have to fire some several people due to that. They had to clean shop, so to speak. So it looks like now I don't play Destiny Two, so I'm only going by mm -hmm. what I've read. They launched something. They had a Destiny Two starter pack. Uh, mm -hmm. for sale at some point 
and mm-hmm. I I'm struggling yeah. to figure out what was the starter pack. They had some items in there for new players uh, to get, like uh, some. Uh, I don't know what their versions of it is. Some epic weapons and stuff like that, uh-huh. which and materials to start you out with, things like that. But it was really bad value because oh. it was stuff that was completely out of meta and completely worthless very very early on. So you really didn't get anything, anything oh, so suitable they... for your buck. Oh, so it's like, here, take these free epics, and it turns out these epics mm-hmm. haven't been relevant in, like... So, yeah, something like that. Yeah, oh, essentially. Cool. And the materials, I think, also weren't uh, also weren't anything rare. You could get them really easily. So, yeah, you essentially paid for something that you really couldn't make much use of. According to a story by IGN prior to the pack's removal... It had attracted satirical user tags such as capitalism, crime, and pathological horror on Steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how you know you're doing well. Oh man. Count on count on users being fucking savages whenever you fucking yeah. do them wrong. God damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. per uh, Paul Tassi, the pack in question, well, like you said, contained some cosmetic items and was mm-hmm. actively deceptive and contained items that were mostly useless or easy to earn in Destiny 2's current meta. Yeah. Uh, all right. So mm-hmm. I, I almost want to ask how much did this thing actually cost? Let's see. I want to know. I'm sure they had that here. Yeah, fifteen bucks. Fifteen dollars, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fifteen dollars. All right. The low, low price of fifteen uh, bucks. The low, 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 <laughs> low price of fifteen dollars. You can get a bunch of out-of-date, mm-hmm. worthless garbage. Yeah. You know, selling selling garbage to someone has always kind of just been a joke for me. I just didn't know someone <laughs> would actually do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they thought they could get away with it if it weren't for those pesky players. Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly, honestly, like, this is borderlining on like selling ice to uh, selling ice to someone who lives in the North Pole. Selling like, fridges to selling fridges to Inuits or, yeah. or whatever your yeah, the relevance like, from there is. It's like that. It's like. Yeah. It's like it's a level of scam that it's almost it's it's almost kind of comical, right? Mm-hmm. Because like yeah. s- somebody came up with this. Like this isn't this doesn't just create itself. Somebody in this in this corporate somebody, somebody think, okay, we're going to putting this in there and that in there and that in yeah, there and ship this, it. Yeah, this uh, somebody and, sat yeah, down. 15 Some, is the right value. 15 Fifteen, $15. Y'all charge $15 for a bunch of out-of-date shit and thought nobody... For three weapons and uh, some materials and three cosmetics, yeah. Hmm. Fifteen... You know, like, I give shit... I mean, okay. I mean, cons- comparatively, three cosmetics for 15 is a pretty good price compared to Diablo 4, but that's neither here nor there. 
that not a that, that's also like not a save. Like not a good comparison, not, I know. Yeah, you're not you're not saving yourself with that one. That's mm-hmm. not Nope. If <laughs> Hey look guys, our cosmetics aren't as bad as Diablo 4's. Uh, good, right? right? Yeah, we're no. It's like it's like we're bad, but we're not Diablo 4 <laughs> bad. And it's uh-huh. like, is that really the save you think it is? Is that is that the hill you want to die on? Yeah, I don't think, it is. I, don't think I don't think that's a, mm. the hill you really want to perish on. But be my guest. I'm not here to stop you. You're an mm. adult. Make your own decisions. Yeah. So, all right. Now this next one, the EA story. Uh-huh. Uh, you posted this in the Discord. Yeah, this one's kind of really weird. You. Today mm-hmm. came back at me about it because you were like, "I'm not a hundred percent sure about this story." Uh, a pod because you were a hundred percent. I wouldn't sure say hundred percent sure about the story. I'm. I wasn't sure on the, for the cause. I wasn't hundred percent sure because I looked up more. I looked this up and to see if uh, someone made an article on it or if the cause was revealed or anything like that. But apparently, not really, because what the case was is uh, I stumbled upon this tweet from uh, PC Focus, uh, the PC Focus account, and some people apparently had gotten banned after they purchased It Takes Two on Steam. So they gotten their EA account banned, which is weird. So this this took my eye and uh, I just noted this. And then I started to look at uh, more uh, about this, if there's more details on it. What turns out to be, no, I didn't find any real <laughs> results on this. Just more cases like this. <laughs> just not directly <laughs> this, but things like... Uh, like, yeah, they also ban people for having certain uh, things in their account names that they find offensive, like 69, apparently. Nice. Which is weird, yeah. <laughs> and some some other things that m- might, uh, might be more clearly offensive, although if they have that in their username in the first place, why did you allow that? If you... If you're not checking that in the creation of the account, why are you posts humorously banning that? Yeah, that's weird. Which like... I I would say it's more it would be more logical to say, okay, you send an email here. We detected something in your username that we don't allow anymore. Change it. Yeah, would banning someone posts like banning, banning someone them well that... after the fact is fucking weird. Yeah, because really like, because at that at that point it comes off as like, ah, gotcha, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Like it comes off yeah. more like a gotcha than like you broke the rules, and you don't really want to yeah. do that to customers. Like the whole like, I gotcha, uh-uh. ah, I gotcha. Yeah, and and in regards of the ban, other bannings like with the game, uh, with the it takes two, they've had several of those and. The uh, one earlier one I found was beginning of last year, which was they bought it. I think it was It Takes Two on Steam, or not on Steam, but on uh, PlayStation. 
played it with uh, someone else and then got their account banned a few days afterwards, which is really weird. And it's unlikely that it was because the account got hacked because the account only got created, I think, three days before they bought the game. Oh, so the yeah, account I've was about, around a week one. old. So the account was around a week old, which makes it very unlikely that it was hacked unless EA is... Uh, EA servers are really unsafe. And <laughs> pretty much all these uh all these instances were just going nowhere because EA customer service seems to be total horseshit. <laughs> I I I had uh, I saw one instance of okay, I found a way to um get them to respond uh by taking them to arbitration. Cool. Which essentially forces them to that whole process um, with the lawyer, arbitration here and there and everything. And that still took a few months. And just before the deadline arrived, apparently customer support contacted that person that took that wanted to take them to arbitration and resolved it out of outside of that and canceled the case which is a bit weird but apparently that, <laughs> that seems yeah. to be pretty much the only way to get ea customer support to to do something that's just, just terrible that's like mildly suspect like that's <laughs> mildly that, that's mildly yeah. suspect that's I'm probably uh -huh. being really nice calling it mildly suspect, but that's mildly suspect that like Yeah. I that's take kind you... of indicative of a company that has a budget for customer support of three nickels and a dime, something yeah. like that. And the priority of uh nothing. Yeah, they don't they don't have priorities. What are you talking about? They customer they, they... support that doesn't bring us money. Cancel it. Yeah, customers say customer support costs more money than it makes. Mm -hmm. You're not making yeah. money off of customer support. You're spending money on it. And EA can't yeah. afford and to spend money on that. Mm, yeah, and EA doesn't feel the need to do anything there, apparently. Which... That seems really bad. But, yeah, so this, this story was weird. This was weird. Mm -hmm. I didn't... Yeah. I, I read a bit about it. But as usual, everything else distracted me, so I only looked at it surface <laughs> level. Mm -hmm. And okay, so I'm gonna pull back the curtain for you, ladies and gentlemen, about how this show works. Cause sometimes <laughs> I feel like it probably seems like a black box. <laughs> sometimes stories end up on our sometimes we will find stories and they go into our Discord chat. And then they might sit there for a bit. And then usually would you say around Friday or Saturday, we actually have to evaluate the shit that happened that week? We start evaluating. Mm -hmm. So we go, yeah. okay, this might be worth it. This might not. And then usually uh -huh. by Sunday, usually like Sunday morning, we finally uh -huh. have to come to a consensus about what we're doing. So Sunday we'll be like, we'll cover this and this. Everything else seems like trash. Or sometimes... We will not cover something, so something will pop mm -hmm. up during the week, and we'll say, no, nah, we're not covering that. That's not worth covering yet. Mm -hmm. And then someone shows their ass on fucking Twitter and decides, oh, oh I guess we have to cover this shit now. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, mm-hmm. shit. Now I have to cover this. Now you've <laughs> you forced my hand. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like I've told you all before, ladies and gentlemen, we are not journalists. We don't have to follow any particular journalistic integrity notions, but we still do have some <laughs> level of integrity. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just have to follow our guts on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm still yeah, mad. At, I'm still mad about that band and a voice actor story, though. That bitch did that bitch did me dirty with that mm-hmm. one. I'm sorry. That yeah, story. That uh, story. That that story. Legitimately, to this very fucking day, pisses me off because mm-hmm. she played us, and that's the thing about it that makes me so angry is that I covered that shit, and mm-hmm. at the end, I just went, "Well, she got us. She got exactly what she wanted. <laughs> she got coverage. She we played mm-hmm. right into her fucking hands. God damn it! <laughs> I hate it." That story still to this very day makes me angry. It makes me mm-hmm. it makes me unfathomably angry. That entire Understandable. thing. Understandable. Like Hideki Kamiya is mm-hmm. a prick. Like don't don't ever in your <laughs> life think that I don't think that. He is a prick and I will stand by that till the day I die. <laughs> All right? I will die on that hill. Probably the way he comes across on Twitter. Yeah, he's a prick. I don't care. Uh, mm-hmm. But trying to somehow conflate him being a prick, which he is, with you being a liar, well, mm. here's the thing, lady. Uh, he's always been a prick. You only recently decided to be a liar. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> he has a track record. I'm not surprised when he does some stuff some dick move on Twitter and decides to be an asshole. But when you decide to lie to everybody and make us all think one thing for an entire week and a half, well, mm-hmm. excuse the fuck out of me. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Minor rage moment, but that, mm. <laughs> mm. To be perfectly that- honest, I would really, I would really be interested to, in someone cover with the correct resources to covering what EA is doing there because that seems really that that's so weird like <sighs> it took arbitrate like it like, yeah that right. and that was one specific case uh, I think it? it was I think it was also something about an account being banned or something but is it what's the chance yeah. that it's automated like it can't be it has what's the chance it's automated it's highly likely. It's highly likely it's that a, it's, a it's, autom- it's automated. It's automated, and then like the reps just look at why the system chose it, and the reps just go, "Oh well, system banned you." So yeah, probably. You know, it's, it's probably right. Probably, if anything, if anyone looks at it at all. Yeah, if anyone actually, if you don't just get an automated response saying, "No, we decided not to yeah. change our fucking minds," which mm-hmm. you know, because yeah, it's pu- putting putting people on anything is. Uh, more expensive mm-hmm. than it's worth, so you know, God forbid. Yeah, so I'm not surprised that they want to automate as much as possible with these things, <laughs> or or that they outsource the support to other companies, which also makes communication more difficult. Yeah, because it's uh, different time zones, it's different languages that they uh, those speak. That English isn't their native language, for example, because often support goes. For example, to India, 
which I've had uh, personal experience with. So yeah, that doesn't always go well. Well, hello everybody. Right. Uh, the future Rezo and future CD here from the fucking future. <laughs> yeah, Woo. we're from the future, uh, a far flung future of exactly one fucking week. All right. So we, if you're watching this, that means I have edited out the entirety of the segment you were about to watch. And mm, there's a reason for that. Uh, I initially had intended to get this show posted sooner, but I didn't. I was going to have it posted on Sunday because I've been kind of uh, slowly adjusting the show to kind of fit with the lifestyle I kind of have these days and not just pushing myself to get stuff done so quickly. It's worked out decently well, but believe me, it's the best I can do. Uh, we had an update. Uh, literally Saturday night. And uh, I didn't feel I didn't feel it was appropriate or fair to keep the section in at the point when that update happened. I was already planning on having an addendum to that episode regardless because something did happen shortly after we did the episode. So I was already going to do the addendum. I was cool with that. But what happened just last night forced me to go, well, shit, I can't possibly keep the segment now. It's not fair. If I keep the segment, it's fucked up if I do that. Like, I just, mm, it sits poorly with me. Yeah, the uh, segment operates under completely different <laughs> terms than now. Yeah, the than now. We, the can't, we can't functionally keep it and not... Mm. I, I can't do it in good conscience, basically. I want to address, before I go into the actual addendum we're going to be making, uh, a bit of a complaint I've received, which is that we jumped on drama on this particular story. Our show mostly has never covered YouTube shit. We don't really deal with YouTube shit in general. Like, yeah, certain subjects of stories have YouTube channels. Yeah, most people have a fucking YouTube channel. At which point, yeah, kind of YouTube plays into it. But by and large, I don't typically delve into YouTube bullshit. That's just not, that's not the kind of shit we cover. Like, historically, mm -hmm. we just don't cover that shit. Yeah. So, and I would... Mm, not to say that I don't, not to say that maybe I didn't feed in to bad habits with the YouTube sphere. I would like to make my case for why I don't feel that I'm personally the one that, that I am personally not the full problem here as far as the contributing to the YouTube drama fucking pipeline. I checked the, the timeline for when we covered this story and I remembered a detail that we weren't going to cover it initially. <laughs> Uh, the two videos dropped, and they were interesting, but they weren't really, eh, it's not really a story, it's this he said, she said. But then I remembered, uh, I ended up in the hospital at one point during that same week. But prior to me going to the hospital, something happened with open hand that forced, that forced my hand as far as covering it. The privacy complaint. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I've been on YouTube long enough. I know what cop I know what copyright silencing looks like. I've seen that shit before. It happens way too fucking often for my own taste. Yeah. Maybe I drew the wrong conclusion? Possibly? Like, 
intent that's always going to be a problem but i've been in hindsight you can say that but in hindsight at the time it was a kind of suspect reaction yeah it was a suspect reaction so i didn't feel like i was in the wrong for covering it at that point Mm -hmm. at that point i took that as a tacit response like at that point if your first response is to do that like i don't know how else Mm -hmm. you can interpret it that just makes the most sense that is my rebuttal to the people telling me to do better. I'm sorry. I don't think like you can say that you can say that this is drama mongering all you like. I didn't just cover it based on two videos. I waited. I wanted to see more happen. They made a response. It might not have been a response, but as far as I'm concerned, I've been on the platform long enough. I know the mm-hmm. bullshit people do on YouTube. Experience this has copped to it being bad at responding to the whole thing and being bad at the communication part as well so so i'm going to uh, well i will be doing more to do better next time i'm not i i don't i'm not going i'm i refuse to feel like i'm held responsible here for the ensuing chaos that happens with the ensuing chaos that happened with this story i'm sorry you're not putting that on me i'm not i'm not shouldering that fucking burden and fuck you for trying to do that i'm not i know i'm sorry fuck you i'm not doing it i'm not shouldering that fucking burden fuck that that's not i'm not responsible for that all right so the update that happened that derailed the entire fucking show and forced me to have to edit it out uh yeah. saturday night uh, gerard put out or the completionist put out my response oh boy yeah oh boy was not on my bingo card for what I expected on Saturday night. That was not on the bingo card that night. Uh, it was his response. And you know what? Yeah. he. After watching it, one of the better response videos on any kind of this type of stuff I've seen. Yeah. He take, he take, he takes the blame for where it is reasonable for him to accept the blame. He openly admits mm-hmm. that, yeah, things weren't handled the way they probably should have been. That's on mm-hmm. me. And I, I'm not a tax accountant, so I don't really, I can't speak on the specifics. That but seems congruent about the whole changing the type yeah, of uh, everything. It type fits. Of charity that they were and all that. It fits the sniff test to me. Like, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. I don't really... At that point, if if at that point I don't feel like I really have a need to cover this anymore, I've got... We got the response, and uh, I'm happy. I'm satisfied. I don't really think there's anything yeah. else to say. Uh, that would have to be something pretty big yeah, for this would, to ever come to, up again. Yeah, we're not... This is not going to come up. And yeah, I yeah, we you uh, CD posted in our Discord from Muda. I'm sorry, I'm not covering it. I, re- I refuse. I'm done. The story's nah. over. Yeah, <laughs> the story the story's over. I'm done. I'm not. Yeah, I'm... it might go on behind the scenes and on YouTube and yeah, all, but... but for us, it's done and dead. Yeah, we've we've done we've we've entertained this story as long as I feel mm-hmm. comfortable and as long as I feel necessary to cover it. Yeah. Gerard's response essentially put ends the fucking loop at this point. <laughs> it's yeah. over. I'm done. I don't and, see, I see nothing. he said he's left the Open Hand Foundation, so. Yeah, at this I mean, point, I, I see no reason to even he cut. He cut that part out, which is, yeah, I'd say that's a 
the best thing he could have done. Yeah, I mean, point. he doesn't really, like, this is so fucked up. He doesn't really have a choice. Like, he doesn't... He yeah, doesn't kind of. He doesn't really have a choice. Like this, this was I mean, probably the best idea, the best solution for him to like just separate himself from the entity for any probably. future Although, complications I, I'm not sure that arise. About not having a choice, but it would have probably occupied his time quite a bit more in the future if he would have continued being a part of it. Well, I'd he would say. have he would have to at this after this he'd have to take a far more active. Yeah. There would be there the expectation yeah, so. would be he'd be more active, at that mm -hmm. point. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. So in that regard, for him personally, for him, it probably was a matter of not having a choice because it would impact his other stuff too much. Yeah. He. Yeah. Because once at this point he would. At this point, there'd be the expectation that anything that future that he's involved with in the open hand, he'd be taking a personal, a personal role in. True, and yeah. I don't know if he, like you said, it, that would just be like a ridiculous amount of time for him. And I don't know if he's real. I don't mm -hmm. know if that, I don't know if, I don't, I don't think the math works out for him in that regard. Probably, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense. So mm -hmm. I, I respect yeah. it, like bare minimum. I get it. It sucks. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah. I, uh, I will, I will at the very least say that I, I have had a bit of a moment with this story in its entirety <laughs> behind the scenes as far as asking myself whether or not I am part of the problem. I, I refuse to take that credit though. I'm not. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the story's over for me. He made his response. It passes the sniff test as far as I'm concerned. I'm not really, I'm not engaging with this. So unless something, unless something happens that's so massive and dramatic that forces, that makes me actually consider ever talking about this shit again. As far as I'm concerned, the story's over. I don't. Yeah. And uh, that is our addendum for the story, everybody. Uh, I will now cut back to the much to the weak younger cd and rezzo <laughs> the younger version yes yeah we'll see you in the past ladies and gentlemen we're going back yeah. anyways back to the original back to the uh the week before and uh enjoy <laughs> the rest of the episode with that massive chunk of the episode cut out because fuck mm. that i'm not keeping that shit in there have a good one, everybody. All right. Fantastic. I'm done. I never have to cover this shit ever again. I shouldn't. I don't like I don't like to wish terrible on other people. That's not really how I get down. By and large, I don't believe in that because what comes around goes around. And I am a firm believer of that. Karma does exist to some degree. And karma mm. will, in fact, bite you eventually. Yeah. But I'm also a gambling man, so I'm willing to flip the coin once in a while. So here, here we are. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's do you you uh, you know, I have my coin right here. I'm willing to flip it once mm -hmm. in a while and hope I and hope I don't turn out like most of Two Faces' victims in Dark Knight, dead. Uh, I hope you all have a fantastic, a fantastic week, everybody. As always, you can find us on a variety of platforms: Google, 
Apple and Spotify, and on our YouTube channel, The Turn-Based Cynics. Remember, everybody, the holiday season is here. I should probably talk about that shit. I should probably talk about the future holiday stuff and everything. Uh, guys, I'm going to be honest. We might only have like one, maybe two more shows left this year before mm -hmm. we have to call it this year. I'm not going to be here the 20th through the 27th. Yeah. And I think I'm you're going to be, be gone. The from the 15th to the 17th. So next week is going to be the last recording for this year. So uh, next week is our last episode for the year. Not mm -hmm. for lack of wanting, ladies and gentlemen. Believe me. I've enjoyed our extended our extended yeah. show run, but uh, things happen, and I'm not going to be in town that yeah. week, and I'm not missing a vacation. So and the and the weekends uh, afterwards are just Christmas and New, New Year's. Year's. Yeah, just nothing perfectly placed. The twenty fourth on the Sunday and the thirty first on the Sunday. Yeah. Oh my God, you're right. Perfect Holy placing. shit. Holy shit, they're Perfect perfectly placing. placed. So uh, this will be the last – this uh, next week will be the last show for the year. And, uh, you know, we'll address that bridge when we get to it next week. But until then, everybody, yeah, yeah. continue playing them fucking video games. We're still eating good out here. Next year is around the corner, and I promise you Rebirth mm -hmm. is almost fucking here. <laughs> yeah, next week is going to be the Game Awards. So let's see what that brings us. Oh my god! Oh my god! There's gonna be a new rebirth trailer. It's gonna be they're gonna uh, drop possibly. They, there's gonna be a new rebirth. They're do they're gonna drop some spicy new rebirth shit. They're gonna do it. They're gonna what they're gonna me? they're gonna give me what I want. They're gonna kill Tifa. Mm -hmm. They're gonna kill Tifa and let Aerith <laughs> live. I'm now I am now manifesting that out into the ether. Or You're both. all gonna. I'm now manifesting that into the ether, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Oh, both. It's going to be yeah. a real shish kebab. Uh, they got to kill them both. They both die. Yes, let, let this happen. I'm manifesting this. This is now officially a thing. I'm ending the show on that, ladies and gentlemen. Have a fantastic week. Tifa dies at the end of Rebirth. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs> See ya.